Hello everyone, it's Joe here and welcome to episode number 26 of the Snake Draft FPL League podcast. In this show, we'll be going through all the key issues in Draft Fantasy Premier League. There'll be a bit about our league, which is hosted by the website Draft Fantasy Football. We use official FPL scoring with the addition of Kante points, which are one extra point per every two tackles or interceptions. So while we're focused on DFF, what we chat about will also definitely apply to official FPL and Togger-style draft fantasy as well. We'll also chat for a couple, couple of general football and fantasy topics such as team and player comparisons. If you're listening on audio and you haven't seen the YouTube channel, I would definitely advise going over there because we do a few more bits than just a pod, such as our weekly wave wire video discussing the best likely free agents for that game week. Snake Draft FPL is a 12-man head-to-head league, and I'm joined today by two of them. First up, we've got what I would probably say is the favourite to win the league back-to-back. Dave, how are you doing, mate? Your team's flying, playoffs looking secured. Yeah, we're flying. I can't believe it, to be honest, but um, unstoppable at the moment. Um, So... Oh, keep it going. I'm starting to plan for the playoffs now. I've got, I think I've got one more week and, and then it's probably mathematically. But I, I can start looking at the playoffs. I've already got, you know, some Tottenham have got some lovely fixtures, you know, so nice. we'll see. But it yeah. all comes down to 37. No, no point planning to 38 if I'm not going to get through 37. Yeah, very true. Very true. And uh, we've also got Nick. Nick, how are you doing? Bit bit tired, bit worse for wear. Oh, what yeah. kind of, what, right. Hang on, I've just thought of something. What kind of company has a fucking Christmas do in March? What's it was cancelled. It was cancelled in December because of COVID, so they moved it. Um, wow. So, yeah. So, well, I'm sure we'll get lots of insight from you this week. You, uh, but <laughs> well done for coming on anyway. There's plenty, plenty of people that would have bailed, but you're here. You're doing your bit for the pod. We love to see it. Okay then, uh, moving on to game week 30, uh, for the first time in literally about two months we've actually got a game week to review, there's no no double game week this week finally, so that's quite nice. Um, game I'll week go first. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go first because in my season's depressing and we'll get it out of the way. Um, since we last potted, uh, I lost in game week 29 by one point to Connor, 70-71. And game week, in yeah. game week 30, I drew with Nave 21 all. <clears throat> uh, and that is me now <laughs> out of the playoffs. So, 21 very, very <laughs> upset. Uh, 21 all sounds really bad, but obviously it was a blank game week. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. like, it's like the th- fourth highest score. Well, I average think. score, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think only Dave, John, and Boar would have beat us, which is pretty depressing. So, yeah, out of the playoffs. You know, it turns out having the highest scoring team, best scoring team in the league is not enough. You also need a bit of, yeah, a bit of, bit of the rub of the green as well, which I didn't really get this year. But, oh well, we move on. My target now is to finish above Jordan Russell. He's six points ahead of me, and I'm I'm certain that that's What a gonna, target that is. Yeah. That is, yeah. It's that's embarrassing. Sweet. It's embarrassing. I need to even set it as a target. He's never even got close to me before. Um, but, yeah, so... He's... um. He has his slide has he has halted his slide this game week with a nice win over me, which is a bit irritating. I made a lot of changes. Um, mm, not enough, he, not quite enough. There was a point where it looked like you, you were gonna you were gonna maybe yeah run, but he had fifteen point. If he didn't, um, if Song didn't get the, the brace, was it a brace? Yeah, yeah. Uh, goal and two assists, I think, or two yeah. two goals and assists. Yeah, he would have yeah. got four points <laughs> this game week. Um, <laughs> Rich Jesus, is, yeah. 
which is embarrassing. And I would have beaten him. Um, But 15 points from Song, I had no chance. Um, So, yeah, I mean, when you're picking up Nikita for Arsenal, who came on the pitch for a total of 12, and Ketia. Picked him up for literally the single point he would get for the 10 minute cameo that I do. Uh, the thing is, you know, you're, it was, you're uh, in, uh, it, it you're was a, it was a ter- terrible game week for. I think some of the lads who probably didn't listen to the pod. Obviously, I'm I'm I'm, I'm on it anyway. But about the transfers, because some people just put like one waiver in and then didn't get any, and then oh shit, went on there's no one left. Jordan Russell's going, there's yeah. no one left because so, he made one waiver request. I think I, I, I think I put fucking loads. Yeah, I put in the most I've ever put in. I had about. Seven or eight waiver requests. I, t- I, I was quite out of dead out of my mind. I've got Johnny, you've got, I've got a goal, it's like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I've got one over, I can't remember now, but uh, they were my pretty much my top two because I knew I wasn't going to get. Oh, you got Yarmolenko as well, which I'll do fair. I thought uh, Antonio was injured, but his hamstrings miraculously recovered, so maybe uh, Yarmolenko's gone already. But um, it, was a, it was a mad week for, for waivers going through. I think. Mm. Um, I think I had 18 waiver requests in. Yeah, I had Holy 20 on it. <laughs> yeah. You boys would play a different <laughs> game. <laughs> it was just to get someone. But mainly you, because, I mean, I, I needed a keeper, so I had a waiver request in for every keeper that was ava- that had a game. Oh. Uh, and then I had, a def- like, basically every Leicester defender I had a waiver request for, and then, yeah, a couple more. But... Yeah, it was it was a bit of a shit week all round, really, wasn't it? I'll just run through the other results uh, quick, briefly uh, around the league. So, Dave, as we spoke about, you know, you had a great week. Good pickups off the waiver, 41 points. Johnny with seven. Kane doing the business. Barnes with a assist, I think. Was it an assist? Got an assist again, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you got forty-one points, which is pretty fantastic, to be honest. In a in a game where there's only four four games, so congratulations. I mean, mine and Ben's game were the only team with basically. Well, Ben had nine, I think, but the yeah. most players played in our in our fixture. Uh, ben just couldn't quite cut it. Ben, Ben, you know, was kind of unlucky as well. I mean, Kilman didn't play. Kilman didn't play. Missed, yeah. yeah, missed. missed but then like, they, they conceded three goals anyway. So. Yeah, true. Yeah, but I got extremely I, I don't lucky understand, with the I don't goal. understand why Kilman didn't play. No, I, I don't. I, I think he's brilliant. Oh, yeah, it's very I think I don't know if body body played. Uh, I don't know if they're going to yeah. rotate the three. I'm not sure out what yeah, they're doing maybe. with that. But um, I, I think Samedo's uh, coming back soon. So I think that would be the end of Johnny anyway. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so that was quite a good game. Well done, Dave. That was a decent win. Elsewhere, Brad beat Mac 20-7. to seven. Mac, I think, made seven. zero changes for this week. Mac's team consisted of Cody 1, Janssen 1, McGinn 2, Tielemans 3. That was, <laughs> that was it. How uh, is he not bottom? Oh, don't. He will. I think he. I think he may well be. I think soon, he, he has honest. to be. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's he, getting very. I mean, he's only two points off the bottom. Yeah. Uh, we'll come, we'll bottom come to the bottom shortly. Is tasty. <laughs> it is tasty. It is tasty indeed. Uh, yeah, Nick. Nick beat Joel. We talked about that. I drew a knife. Dave beat Ben. What we're we missing? Jordan Bannister absolutely obliterate Connor. Twenty-eight to twelve. Um, basically, all thanks to Harrison and Benjamin White. 
his only two returns and that was enough to put away Connor who as we spoke about in the pod last week Connor was always going to struggle because he doesn't have players that he thinks are droppable so he kind of was stuck <laughs> I think he made two changes I think he brought in Click uh, and that's it uh, Click and Fabianski I think he brought in other than that he kind of kept the rest of his team the same he felt like he couldn't drop any of them and that was kind of a guaranteed loss for him really because Bohr had plenty of uh, plenty of players playing this week uh, and then finally John versus Mike 38-8 to eight. big big win for John uh, Saka Madison doing the business for him he, I mean either one of them would have won it literally on their own it, all he needed was was Saka uh, if, he, if that was his only player he would have beat Mike um, Mike just Back had no Mike would have been it would have been a tasty game then wouldn't it this week? Seven to eight. Yeah, yeah seven to eight. Yeah, not often you see single digits, even in a blank game week. Um, that is kind of rare. It's probably one of the so, biggest yeah. blanks we've seen. If I'd say, uh, yeah, games, especially as all, pretty much all the popular teams blanked. You know, yeah. it's only really Spurs that had everyone owned um, that played. Everyone else was kind of on the periphery, weren't they? So, yeah, bit of a shit game week, but every three points counts. Um, Looking at the league table then, uh, Naif, you know, way off the top on 65. Um, he's, he's planning for game week 37, as is Dave on 58 points. That, I would suggest, is a guarantee for playoffs, no matter what happens now, with six game weeks to go. Um, John on, th- on 52 in third, and Nick on 51 in fourth. There's a bit of separation there. With with the wins this that you know with Connor losing this week, Jordan slipping back. So yeah, that that's looking like to be honest, that looks like the top four to me. Oh, uh, obviously, it can all change. It can all change, can. but uh, yeah, it looks to me like that's going to be it. Uh, it's a six points six point gap to Connor on forty five. Jordan on 45, then Brad's on 43, and me on 39. I don't think any of that chasing pack is going to have enough to close the gap unless someone goes on a really stinky run, and we have seen that in the past. So I have to wait and see. But I think, it's gonna, I think John or Nick, I would suggest two wins out of six would get you in the playoffs now, to be honest. Um, I don't see Connor or Jordan winning five out of six, which is what they probably need. So. Uh, yeah, I think I think two. So it all depends. For, for John and Nick, then depends. Would you rather finish third or fourth? Because you play, obviously, me if you're third, yeah, yeah. and and Nate if you're fourth. Nate for <laughs> Salah would. I think I think maybe a potential. I'm not sure a potential double game week. I know 36 is a big one, but maybe 37. Yeah, Liverpool um, have a chance and Liverpool for a double. Yeah, so you wouldn't want to be playing Nate in the playoffs. I don't but then think. I think I think Spurs but, are more likely to have a double in thirty-seven than Liverpool are, and you've got Kane, yeah, I think so. they are. Yeah, I got Kane. I'd take, take Nate. I reckon if if so, um, even I have Nate's, Trent, which would nullify this, the Salah threat. Yeah, I think uh, I think something bit. you have to look at is the form going into the playoffs. Dave is on red hot form. So yeah, I would not want to play Dave. Which, which, which is frustrating because I, all that means is I, I, I could have peaked too early and then yeah, I could yeah, off true. the boil towards the playoffs. So I, I've done I, this before. I, I've, I think I've not last year, but I think it was my second year. I, I fell third year. I flew to the playoffs towards the end of the season and then lost, lost a year, Joe. So yeah, I'm not, it's not over till I've got my name on that trophy again. 
Yeah, very true. Um, yeah, so that's the chasing back. And then we've got an absolute scrap for the Sacco Bowl. It's really get. This is the most exciting bit of the league at the moment, I think. And that is, you know, it, it, what we do is after 36 game weeks, that's when the league officially ends. The bottom two play each other in game week 38 for the Sacco uh, Award, which is the worst player in the league. Mac is on 35 points with the lowest total score. Then it's Ben on 34, then Mike on 34, then Boar on 33. And all three of them have pretty similar scores, so that could all change. But, I mean, two points in it between the four of them. And, I mean, it's the usual suspects, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, well, Boar, yeah, Boar, Ben and Mac are well-versed in the Sacco Bowl. <laughs> you know, they've they've all dabbled. Ben's not not lost one, but he's he's won... F- I think he's been in three Sacco Bowls and won all he's three. He's won three Sacco Bowls. He's been in three out of six Sacco God. Bowls, which is quite impressive. But he's won all three, so you wouldn't want to face him. Boar's team, I think, is probably the most scary on paper, to be honest, I think, to play against in the Sacco Bowl. So I wouldn't really want to play him. Yeah, it's it's looking it's looking very spicy. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, I've got manager of the month on my notes next, but I haven't added the scores up, so we can skip that uh, because you yeah, paid I, my fault. My fault. He couldn't from the last one. I haven't checked. Uh, good question. I'll check on my notes after <laughs> the pod. Probably. I suggest. <laughs> I suggest probably if you're asking me that, probably not. Uh, in fact, I've got it right. I haven't checked. No, no, I didn't. No, okay, uh, but. I'm not sure if you if you're up to date on your league dues yet, Dave. So I'll have a look at that. And uh, oh, no, I am. I, I'll pay monthly. Come to some kind of yeah. Oh yeah, actually, I think you do. Yeah. Sorry, okay. David. We will. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll send that to you in a minute, mate. Uh, right. What are we doing now? Good question. Okay. Who has the best fixtures? Very true. So, it's the push to playoffs. Who has the best fixtures between now and? the start of the playoffs. So who, who, what teams are going to push you up there, get you that final spot in the playoffs that you're fighting for? So looking at game week 31 to game week 36, what teams in the league have the best fixtures? And we'll just go through each one and sort of what kind of players, like are there players you could maybe trade for that that might be undervalued? Is there anyone on the freeze? You know, the, these teams are kind of spread across the league table. So... They're kind of different um, valuations for each of them. So we'll start with... Now, for the fixtures, I'm using Fantasy Football Scouts fixture ticker, uh, which I think is the most reliable sort of fixture difficulty rating tool, in my opinion. Um, There are some doubles still yet to be planned, but as of right now, uh, this is how it looks. So the the team with the best fixtures in that period is Burnley. Uh, 31, they've got City and Everton double game week. 32, they've got Norwich away. 33 is West Ham away, Saints at home in a double. 34 is Wolves at home. 35 is Watford away. 36 is Villa at home. So it's a great run of fixtures. You know, they only play one team in the top eight, uh, and that's City at home, and that's in a double game week. So even that, you know, it's a bad fixture, but it's not actually too bad because it's in a double. And the other thing I like about the Burnley run is that they obviously are 19th at the moment, which is not ideal, but they've really got 
you know points to play for they're not sat in mid-table like they really need points they need goals they need clean sheets which is what we're after really so uh dave i'll go to you first what who who do you think in this run of fixtures just off the off the top of your head who do you think will score the most points for burnley in these six uh game weeks eight games six game weeks what do you reckon well, there's only really two two candidates, obvious candidates, and they've lost and and Corne, But Corne's yeah. minutes are so erratic, frustrating. Yeah, that it's, I, I, I'm not a big fan of owning him, but I don't want to drop him because he's he's got that explosive thing about him where he can get 15 points, he can, he can hold straight away, but then he'll get dropped the next week and play 60 minutes. But I'd probably rather have. I think I would go for for Vegos, to be honest. I think he looks the part. Um, mm. If if he gets the um, the deliveries in there, I, I think he could he could bang some more goals in. But he's, statistically, he's not really done enough since he's come over. But he looks good. He's passed the eye test. But yeah, you know. yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I think they're the two that I would look at. Um, one person that actually is kind of surprising on the stats at the moment, their highest um, expected goal involvement player over the last four is actually McNeil. I suppose it's not that surprising, you know, he creates a lot of chances, but generally his stats are always kind of shit. Uh, so it's interesting to see him up there as their. their I think for our league and, and, and we've got, we've got, you know, it's our league and people just hammer for the Burnley players on the doubles and they've got two of the next three. Game weeks are doubles. Yeah, um, it's your way sandwiched in the middle. And there you go. Nick's already just picked up Benny. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I mean. So before we used to always go for Burnley defenders, Tarkovsky, Benny, mm. and all that. And it was, and they're not as reliable this season. Um, I think Nick Pope's probably. I don't know if he's been picked up now, but he was on the waivers for Tuesday. He must have because um, I had a waiver in for him and I, I didn't get him. So. He's not on there. Oh no, I did get him. He's he's mine. That's that's. Why. I, I definitely had him. Yeah, so um, he, he, you know, they, they used to be really reliable, uh, not as reliable this season, but they mm. had, they did double a few weeks back, and they did get two cleans back to back against Arsenal yeah. and someone else after these. Yeah, season. I so picked up. I picked up does, Roberts. He got me up. seventeen points, and I still lost. Yeah, you got an assist, didn't you? Think, yeah, right? assist and two cleans, bonus, two still lost. Yeah, uh, I kind of agree with that. Uh, Nick, is there anyone that Dave's not mentioned that you think uh, you know tickles your pickle? Yeah, Ben, ben me. Yeah, <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> <enough>. me. Solid <laughs> minutes. Got, got rid of Maguire uh, and Ben, ben me in. So yeah, fair enough. He's going straight in my basket I mean, on Friday. Th- <laughs> Harry, really? Oh uh, come no, on, he, no, no, honestly, <laughs> Dave, you don't no, want him. You. The fact I dropped the United captain for Ben Mee tells you all you need to know about that. Yeah, very true. Um, Yeah, I I think, I mean, I picked up Brownhill and Pope on the waivers this week. Brownhill, I mean, we have Kante points in our league, so Brownhill's quite handy for that. He's pretty much guaranteed about four points, which is pretty good in the double. Pope as well, you know, Burnley, their defence hasn't been reliable. Nick Pope himself actually has had a pretty season I'd say like, mm. he's not really performed at the level he normally does um, but yeah I think I think a defender's not a bad shout especially in bigger leagues like double game week defenders are always handy and um, 
yeah, I just think it's kind of a no-brainer. Any of the any of the starting back four is kind of easy. Uh, okay, then that's Burnley kind of boxed off. Next up, we've got the Mighty Saints. Um, their fixtures are in the next six game weeks. They've got Leeds away, Chelsea at home. Then in thirty-three, they've got a double, which is Arsenal at home, Burnley away. Then they've got Brighton away, Palace at home, Brentford away. So. Good fixtures. Um, they've got Chelsea at home and Arsenal at home sandwiched in there, which is a bit tough. But on the whole, a lot of home games, double game week, no blanks. It's quite looking pretty for Saints. The, the thing that the thing that kind of puts me off Saints at the moment is exactly kind of the opposite of what I said about Burnley. They are sat in eleventh, not much to play for, um, and the form's not. They're not exactly sizzling at the moment, are they? Um, what do you make of Saints at the moment, Dave? I'll go to you, the Saints fan of the group. Um, it's frustrating because we we get the run of form and then we we lost to Villa. I think it was Villa. We lost four nils, and that was the first. Kind of came out of nowhere, didn't it? Yeah, and then it, that was it. Then you know, then the City game was a bit frustrating, and played by the first half, and it, it, I don't. I don't see us going back on that run that we had before. I think mm. we will be pretty inconsistent in the next over the next eight weeks. Um, I can't see us being. We, I think we had some good numbers coming up for attacking returns, but I, I just don't see it coming. Yeah. Now I, I do think we'll pick up points and we'll we will um, we will get there, but I don't think we're we've got we've got enough to play for. Like I said. Yeah. So would you say this is a bit of a red herring, do you think, these fixtures? Yes, I, I would, yeah. I but, wouldn't I mean, be going for any Saints. In my, my team, I wouldn't be going for anyone uh, unless it's like War Prowse or, or Breuer or, or Adams. Defensively, I'm not, not, not keen on that at the moment. No, not keen defensively either. And that, yeah, that, I think the three that you just named there, Breuer, Adams and uh, JWP are the kind of main candidates. Especially as well, as well when you look at the fixtures, like they are pretty good, but then... Closer you look, you know, Leeds away, Leeds bounce back with the new manager. They've got a lot to play for. Chelsea are making sure they keep that top four spot, as are Arsenal. Burnley are in a scrap. Okay, Brighton and Palace don't have too much to play for, but they're both pretty decent sides. And then Brentford are kind of making sure they don't they avoid the drop as well. So these are teams that probably have more to play for than Saints and are or in better form so yeah I think this one the, the only thing that nice. might go for some of our some of our boys is obviously Walker Peters has just been called up for England um, so that's true some of the players might want to push on for the World Cup in, in November but I, I don't I don't see it but like even players like Liberento as well they're, they're going to they're going to want to improve um, mm. I do think we'll we'll win a few we'll win probably I think we'll at least three of them I'd like to push for three or four but I don't think we're going to be oh he's picked up there on UC now and dropped Kyle Walker-Peters I'm just talking about Walker-Peters yeah <laughs> uh, but then I, I, I mean you know on UC yeah I'm not, I'm, I had him in the season I, I would actually I had him recently Peters, to be honest I like Walker-Peters um, but uh, attacking returns he might get him but defensively I don't mm. trust us and yeah, yeah. What do you think, Nick? You're obviously would, not, yeah. not trusting the defence with that. that well, team. I thought I thought was, I got a steal of Walker Peters, but Dave's maybe changed my mind. Um, 
So yeah, I, I would have yeah, to. Echo, I guess I would have to. I would have to echo what Dave says. So I haven't got to. We're gonna Nick's gonna make a transfer for every every team. Well, I'll be interested on the next one. I, I doubt he will because next up the third the team with the third best fixtures are United, um, and obviously United have a lot to play for. They're they're desperate to get top four. Um, they they really need they kind of you know need it to attract the talent that they want to attract in the summer. Um, and their fixtures are mixed, I would say. Very good and very bad. So they've got Leicester at home in 31, then Everton away. Then they've got a double in 33, which is Norwich at home, Liverpool away, which is interesting. 34 is Arsenal away, 35 is Brentford at home, and then Brighton away in 36. So good fixtures, but not great. I mean, you know, Norwich at home is fantastic and it's a double mixed in with Liverpool away, which is horrendous. But, you know, at least they're hiding probably the toughest fixture there in a double game week. So that's not too bad. Brentford at home is a good fixture. Leicester at home is a reasonably good fixture. The problem with me, and I'm probably biased, well, I'm definitely biased because I don't like United. But the problem I find is that I do not trust the defence. I don't trust the attack. I don't trust them at all. You you never know what you're going to get with United, and any of these fixtures, they could look great or they could look shocking, uh, and probably both at different points in the game. So, you know, I, I I don't think there's much value there really. Uh, Nick, I'll go to you first. Any, any what do you think of United's chances over these? Well, I, picked, I mean, you've just dropped Maguire, so that kind I've of... I dropped Maguire, and I picked up Ratchet um, on Tuesday <laughs> for, for the for our international audience. Ratchet is Rashford. Um, and I really didn't want to pick him up, but there's so few strikers in our league. Um, he was literally yeah. the only option. And like you say, on face value, their fixtures are pretty decent. But the more you dive into them... Possibly not, and I probably will get rid of Rashford as at uh, the soonest uh, chance I get. So yeah, I wouldn't think. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's too bad holding him. I'd I'd quite like from a t- an attacking point of view. I like Leicester at home. I, th- I think Leicester's defence is awful. Everton away, I like from an attacking point of view as well. And then they've got a double, Norwich at home, Liverpool away. So I think from an attacking perspective, I actually quite like the next three game weeks. I think if you can get someone like Rashford or especially, you know, the likes of Bruno, Sancho, Ronaldo, I think are decent picks for the next three. Then the three after that, Arsenal away, Brentford at home, Brighton away, I think are actually really tough from an attacking point of view because Arsenal, Brentford and Brighton are all quite good defences. So I... I think it's kind of a tale of two halves. I like them for the next three game weeks. They're not really at all for the, the following three. So it might be... If you own one of these players, it might be... If they perform well over the next three game weeks, you may be able to do a quite well-timed trade after the end of game week 33 because I see a lot more points in the next three game weeks than in the three after that. So, yeah, I'd, I'd keep your eyes peeled for that. But, yeah, I'm not... Not too keen, and the defence for me is a complete stay away. I think they're just absolutely awful. Mm. Thoughts, Dave? Yeah, they're not appealing. They haven't been all season. I think the players that people own now are the ones that they're going to have 
probably players that they've never dropped all season. They're just going to yeah. own them throughout because it's, you know, Pogba, Ronaldo, Bruno, De Gea, players like that, you know, it's not, even the fullbacks are not nailed on. Um, Varane hasn't had the, the season we wanted. Um, Sancho, yeah, he's, he's picking up a little bit um, and he's probably the player that I would like to have, but yeah, I can't, you can't even guarantee Ratchford's going to start, you know. I, I mean, they have lost Greenwood and, and, and Martial over the last three months, so it's almost like they have got they can they can sort of set a front four now, you know, and work around that instead of rotating all the time. But then that, that Langer as well came into the scene, so yeah, it's just it's just knowing you know like taking the risk of someone like I say if it just be for thirty three for a double game week, it's taking a risk for one potentially with one game. I don't think unless you've got the main boys, I don't reckon you'll get two games, two starts out of any of the fringe players that are on the waivers at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think um, I don't think there's much value there, really, to be honest. Uh, okay, next up, the team with the fourth best fixtures over this period we're looking at uh, are my boys Arsenal. Uh, they've got Palace away, Brighton at home. Then in the double in 33, they got Saints away, Chelsea away. 34 is United at home. 35 is West Ham away. 36 is Leeds at home. Um, I think these are pretty stern fixtures, to be honest. Um, I think there's some better than others. I, I don't mind Palace away. I think Saints away, Chelsea away might actually be a sneaky good double. Um, West Ham away is not as tough as it was earlier in the season. I don't. I'm not really famous last words, but I'm not really scared of United at home. And Leeds at home is quite decent, so they're 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 okay. Uh, they're pretty good, but I think the main problem with Arsenal is the in terms of fantasy, the first eleven is absolutely nailed on, no doubt about it. It's Ramsdale, Tierney, Gabriel, White, Tomiyasu, Party, Xhaka, Odegaard. Uh, Martinelli, Saka, Lacazette, like absolutely nailed on, no doubt about it. The problem is, obviously, Tommy Asu's injured, and it doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon. From from well, no one really knows what's wrong with him, which is is a bad sign. So Cedric's nailed it at the moment. Ramsdale's got his hip problem, so Leno's in. The problem is, all those players are going to be picked apart from Partey and. Um, Xhaka because obviously they're not really attacking players and no one's going to let go of them in my opinion because all basically the defence has been performing well all of the attackers have been performing well I don't think anyone's got any reason to really drop one so for draft I think Arsenal are in kind of that weird space where they're not that relevant at the moment because if you've got them you hold them and if you haven't got them you don't really have a chance of getting them um it, and it, it goes like that sometimes when teams are their starting eleven is so nailed on, there it's obvious who plays and who doesn't. So there's not really anyone you can take a risk on. Uh, the only person I think that hasn't played much so well hasn't played much recently that could start is Smith Rowe. But I don't, we're just playing so so well at the moment. I don't I just don't see him start. I don't see him taking a start off anyone unless unless there's an injury. Um, so yeah, 
I guess I guess the thing to do is try and trade for, for one of them. Uh, that's the only way to get in, really, because I think all these players are going to be picked. What are your are you, what are your thoughts on that, Dave? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I might have even mentioned it on one of the early pods about Arsenal and not being in European football has made yeah. a massive difference. And and I think this they're really shining now and and reaping the benefits of that. But like I say, I was quite surprised actually because before I did start. It was one of the one of the games recently, um, which I think Martinelli. It was actually the the game that it was actually the blank game, wasn't it? I think it was because um, I noticed Martinelli didn't play didn't play on the weekend, did he? Pretty sure. Did he he, not? No, because I I didn't. He, he's on my team, and I got Cedric as well. Um, now I, I think with Arsenal teams like Arsenal, I think I've managed to somehow get Cedric because. That teams like Arsenal and their team is so fixed, everyone knows what they're going, who's going to play. Once there's in, once it's an injury, people forget about it, and then suddenly there's a player on the waivers that's always playing. Um, and oh Arsenal, yeah, Martinelli had a t- sorry, Martinelli had a tight hamstring. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah so I thought, okay, well I've got a bit so of well, international breaks now, so I don't really be back. Yeah, but they'll be back. Yeah, yeah be that, back, that, that, that front four as well, it, it's sort of solid and. You always wait until an injury comes in, and then you may be able to pick like like at least like Nick's got in Ketia, for instance. Lacazette get injured, and and Ketia goes straight in the squad. Yeah. Same with Cedric at the moment, and same with Smith Rowe, and, and and you know it will it can come Tavares if if Tierney's injured again, but at the moment their eleven is is solid. Um, um for the run in in the next six weeks for us and the playoffs, I think. I'm owning two Arsenal players, and until Tommy Asu comes back, I ain't dropping them. I don't need. I don't need to drop Cedric. Yeah. Um, Arsenal players are definitely a hold at the moment. Like, so, or you, could you, if you're in like in a decent position, off, off, offer trades for? I don't know what Arsenal's fixtures look like in the next, in the, last, the last two for the playoffs, but I can check. I'm you, pretty you sure it's uh, we got Newcastle in one of them. They're not. They're not. Uh, particularly stern tests I think I know I know our last tough game is uh, is the United fixture well I say tough our last you know big games United fixture it, it is Newcastle away in 37 and Everton at home in 38 so about as good as it gets really mm. yeah so you could offload you could offload someone for for someone that needs needs them in the playoffs you know needs an Arsenal asset in the playoffs or doesn't have one um as you get I mean like players like Nick obviously you're not in there yet but when if you do get there you can start looking at you maybe look at other people's players that you know have got Arsenal assets that are keen because I think Arsenal are just going to keep pushing on now to yeah. be honest and and Tottenham as well to be honest I think Tottenham will because they're both out of Europe they've got no other distractions they just keep going mm-hmm. play week in week out on a Saturday same team no Thursday night I think it makes a massive difference yeah it does Anything to add, Nick, on Arsenal? Nope. As long as Odegaard keeps scores and assists, then I'm happy. Yeah. I'd say Odegaard's the only one who's probably like potential of being rotated. Him or Martinelli. Yeah. I think say. Odegaard's Turn probably the most road. likely to drop out uh, if everyone's fit. But even then, I, I don't see it. He's playing so well at the moment. Um, yeah, I really don't see it. Do you know what's funny? Uh, I've just thought this, right? So the three most informed sort of teams in the league at the moment is you Dave you've got Martinelli and Cedric 
John's got Saka, and Nick, you've got Odegaard, which is quite interesting, isn't it? Really, to think that do you know? Martinelli, well, he hasn't done a great deal really since he went on a well, bit no, of he, thing. But he, he went on a mad spell, didn't he? And then yeah. he's, he's kind of dropped off a little. He, bit, done, he uh, got maybe. the a couple of weeks ago or a goal, but he's just someone to owe. You know, unless someone wants to trade him, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to drop him. I don't need to. I'm not in a position to. Yeah. Yeah, okay then. Uh, final team we're going to look at then with the fifth best fixtures in the run into the playoffs is Leicester. Um, bit of a strange season for Leicester. They may well fall into the sort of Saints category of not that much to play for. Um, they're currently sort of marooned in 10th place. No chance of Europe. No chance of going down. So might not be ideal. But sometimes you get teams in that uh, kind of middle ground that just end up going on a bit of a run so it will be interesting to see their fixtures are United away, Palace at home then they've got an absolutely brilliant double in 33 which is Newcastle away, Everton away then in 34 it's Villa at home 35 is Tottenham away 36 is Everton at home um, Leicester are a bit of a strange one really, they've been disappointing all year uh, I'm not keen on the defence at all really I just think they're so bad especially from set pieces that they always look like they're going to concede and then sort of midfields and forwards they got a few a few options um, but what do, do we know the status on Vardy do we know when Vardy's back I, think no, I, don't, I, don't, of, I don't think so I think it's quite it's it's maybe back like like for the playoffs but yeah yeah I, and I don't I'm not I'm not keen on them without him, to be honest. Uh, no, I'm not. What, what you've got Barnes, haven't you, Dave? Are you mm. are you keeping him? Are you yeah, happy I, I, I picked him up a while. You back, like Barnes, because, don't you? Yeah, I've always liked Barnes, and, and I dropped him. I think I had him earlier, so I dropped him. Um, but I, I just saw that obviously again, this is me planning way ahead that there will be double game weeks for Leicester. They've yeah. got those. I mean, yeah, those they're, they're the fixtures at the moment, but they do have a lot to rearrange as well. Yeah, so I thought, well, I'll just keep hold of him and see, see where it goes. And he's actually been picking up points. He's got, gets a few assists. Um, another one I was looking at, like, defensively, they've been awful, but I was looking at all Friday, thinking, right, James Justin, he just come back. So did Fafana. So you've got James Justin and Fafana available. Wow, I've got James Justin now. Um, I gambled on him. And Fafana is one of the two. Fafana scored as well in the Europa League, uh, the Conference yeah, League, and Europe, he? then he came off. And I thought it was either him or Pereira, um, Justin, and I'd bounce at Justin because he could play left or right. Turns out Castagna is the one that scored, and uh, <laughs> it's just crazy. And I had Pereira in the FBL; it just didn't go well. Um, yeah. So yeah, I picked up a Marty, uh, and uh, yeah, I was good. So between I mean, the two of us, we had every everyone, <laughs> everyone, but yeah, I, I did not see Castagna starting either. No, I, I really no. thought it'd be Pereira and Justin. And um, I've had I, beginning of the season, first ten game weeks, I went from Pereira to Car- to Castagna. I kept going, I thought, and they both they just been shit, know, all yeah. of them, awful. So, yeah, I, yeah, I've had Leicester defenders all year, and I like, just picking them up and dropping them, thinking it's going to get better, and it's just got worse and worse as the season. Absolutely gone on, crazy. Really. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, now maybe I'm being optimistic and, and seeing if they might they might change it around, but uh, I've got Justin for. I don't, I don't need him, but he's got like so he's got the decent double game week coming up. He continues yeah. to play. Um, 
you've got if he's got Everton, I'm in 37 or 36, 37, then I'm not, I'm not keeping them. But yeah. No, is it? Yeah, so I'll check the 37. So there's someone to keep hold of for the double gimmick, but again, might be someone I can, if he does start to perform like he did last year, um, then it could well be a bit of trade bait for someone else that needs him. They've got uh, Watford away in 37. Oh, yeah, so that's nice, isn't it? And Saints at home in 38. Mm. You can't have two. I remember in the final last year, and I, I managed to get a decent team out. I didn't know who to bench. Did not know knew how. I like Nat Phillips and and Gomez against someone shit at home last game. You know, I didn't know who to bench last week. There's a, there's a point of that where yeah. you pick up too many players with good fixtures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you think, oh fucking hell, what am I going to do here? Yeah. Uh, what about going sort of looking at the attacking side of it, Nick? Is there anyone you fancy? Madison, Ian Acho, Barnes. Any of these players really take your fancy? Um. No. <laughs> no, me neither. I the only the only player I'd look at really is Madison. I don't trust any of the rest of them. I don't know who's gonna. I don't even know. If who's Hardy was start. fit, he would be the only player that would I would like if he was free. I'd like I'd pick him up. But like, it's nuts because they've got Iniesta and Daka, and I ain't got a clue who's playing. If they're fit, no one knows, and it's they're just a mess up there. And I would. I mean, I would. I would. I would have Madison and Vardy obviously over Barnes and I'd probably have Tillemans over Barnes as well but yeah I quite like um, I, I was I was left with, with Barnes but Madison I would like to have Madison um, I think if there's anyone that's going to get points it's going to be him at the moment but a lot of stuff like goes say, through him doesn't it and he's, he's yeah, pretty consistent without Vardy they're just, they're just toothless and, and yeah. Thacker and, and Ineache have got the potential they're good players but they just was it, it was about this time last year that Iheanacho went on Iheanacho a, a massive banging, yeah. run, wasn't it? So we kept Vardy he's out definitely the team got it time, in him. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's, he's got it in him, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it to be honest. I, I really think Leicester, you know, this year they just, they just don't do it for me. It's interesting actually, Dave. Him. You say, you say you take them over uh, Harvey Barnes. Harvey Barnes is actually over the last four game weeks the most attacking in terms of output Leicester defender he's got the highest ex- uh, sorry midfielder or attacker uh, he's got the highest uh, XGI of any Leicester player and there's no one else I can't even in fact second is Lookman which is kind of surprising he doesn't, play, yeah. he doesn't yeah so that's another one that we've here, got so. on the waiver that again that you, you could start on the weekend next weekend but you just don't know yeah. they're, they're yeah, very consistent yeah. with their team really lineups. yeah uh, yeah, there's no one else even close to, to Harvey Barnes, which is quite interesting. I can't even find... Ma- oh, there's Madison. The 0.75 XGI in, in four games isn't isn't great. He is kind of a stat buster where he, with his long shots mm. and stuff. But yeah, that's not, not ideal. Uh, yeah, Leicester for me, bit just a bit hit and miss. Don't don't trust him. Don't, not sure who's going to start. I just don't think it's worth worth the risk. I think sometimes if you're not sure who's going to start, but the team scoring a load of goals, you can. It's worth risking it, but not for me. Okay, then that wraps that up. Uh, let's just do some quick fire, super quick. Would you rather's uh, ten second answers or less, maybe thirty seconds or less. Uh, first up, Saka versus Foden. I will start with young Mr. Fairburn. Nick, what do you think? Saka versus Foden. He's going to go one way, isn't he? Try and 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think. I think it's well, difficult. Oh yeah, it's difficult. Mm, Cities fine, yeah. are still are still on you know, Europe, right? And Arsenal don't. So therefore, City have fighting on multiple fronts where Arsenal aren't. Oh, I don't know. I think it probably comes down to personal preference, personally. Uh, I wouldn't be able to pick one or the other. Maybe I'd go with Saka, to be honest. Um, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell. Yeah, I it's, it is really difficult. I That's think, really hard. I think I would go for Saka just because of the minutes. Like that's the only thing. Although, to be honest, I think Foden. I think if if they just have one game a week, Foden starts right. Like he mm-hmm. he plays basically every week, and and because Liverpool are so close, I think don't think City can afford to rotate that much. Um, and to be honest, it's not their schedule isn't that crazy. I mean, it's it's not like two games a week every week to the end of the season so I mean they're quite lucky in the fact that they didn't have many Covid postponements or they didn't have any Covid postponements Mm. earlier in the season so they do actually have quite a few free midweeks so I wouldn't be too worried about Foden, I mean I own Foden I'm not too worried about his minutes but I think if John offered me Saka for Foden now which he'd never do because he hates Foden I, uh, I think I'd have to take it even though Foden is one of the most attacking players in the league at the moment. I mean, you know, looking at the stats tables, he's it's basically Salah, Kane, Bruno, and then a big glut of players all pretty close together. Tony, Mane, Havertz, Foden, De Bruyne, all, all in the pack behind. So I do think Foden is a quality asset, but I think I'd have to go Saka. What do you think, Dave? Or did you already answer? Yeah, Head says... Um, Saka Hart says Foden so I'm a big fan of Foden always have been um, but Saka Saka's minutes they got the fixtures as well yeah and, and, and if you were, if you had one or the other and you were in a playoff situation and City were at a Champions League final around the corner or Champions League semi whatever whatever may be yeah and, and Saka will not have that problem he'll be playing every game so Especially for me if, I it mean, would be Saka in, in game week 32 Liverpool go to the Emirates if City win that you think it's not the title over but Liverpool still need to go still have United at home Tottenham at home they've got some tricky fixtures whereas you know City I think once that Liverpool fixes out of the way after that it's Burnley Watford Leeds Newcastle and you can see rotation in those four so if, if City beat Liverpool at the Emirates I would be more worried about the minutes for the likes of mm. Foden so Okay, that definitely wasn't 30 seconds. Uh, next up, the next one is Weghorst versus Calvert-Lewin. Shit for shit. Shit for shit. Weghorst, because I've had Calvert-Lewin since like mid-season <laughs> and he's done absolutely jack shite for me. Um, yeah, fuck Calvert-Lewin, I'll go for Weghorst. <laughs> I'd, actually, I'd actually go with Weghorst as well. Um, yeah. I think Calvert Lewin's toast. I think Everton a toast. Doesn't even start. I know. He's it's just he doesn't look the same. He does not look the same at all. Doesn't look on it. Doesn't look fit. When he looks like healthy, but he doesn't look um, match sharp at all. And he's been out for most of the season, so it's not really surprising. 
Uh, I think Everton are a bit of a shambles. I think they'll probably stay up just for a few sort of individual performances, but yeah, I don't fancy them at all. I don't really like Vekos that much either, but they've got great fixtures. They've got a lot to play for, and I don't really see who are, who else is going to score many goals for them. So, yeah. Dave? Yeah, I think realistically it's got to be Vekos. Um, DC, I mean, this could be like the situation of Kane, but Kane's form didn't last as long as as long as DCLs, but and everyone's wrote off Kane. Um, everyone's writing off DCL, and, and I think when and it when probably only takes a goal yeah, to turn it around. Yeah, it's just it's just he's in he's, he's almost the best of a bad bunch at the moment, and he's not that good at the moment. Um, and Everton squad is it just like, it's, it seems rotten. So I just don't. It's not that it's not that see DCL doing anything. I don't see Everton doing anything. So I, I can't see how I could say that DCL is going to do any better. So I would rather have Vegas. And he's yeah. he's a different he's different he's someone different than watching any we're used to seeing DCL. Yeah, agreed. Uh okay then final one. Antonio versus Jimenez. Um mm. this is quite a tough one, I think. Uh Dave, I'll go straight back to you. What do you think? Um Jimenez. Yeah. I think because Antonio again formulated and, and we seem to have a bit of a I think the season of writing someone off after having bad form after six, seven weeks, but he he, he doesn't look doesn't look the player that he was early on the season. Knackered. Yeah, he, he he is knackered and, and he needs rest. He he does need it. And he's in playing international as well. It's just too much for him. He's not used to it. Um Jimenez recently had a bit of funny thing with the minutes as well, but I, I think that's been eradicated now. Yeah. Well mind you he's been He's a red card now. He's my captain in FPL, which was very frustrating. Kind <laughs> 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 of shit week. Um, so, yeah, I would I would go him as on penalties, easy. Uh, Nick, I think echo what Dave said. Really, um, I think Antonio is off the boil. I feel I feel like Antonio, even as a player, if you catch, if you get him, have him as an asset, and you get him when he's absolutely firing on all cylinders, he scores very regularly. But then in the flash of a whatever the saying is, he could um, he, he could go from absolute unreal <laughs> flash of a pan, <laughs> flash in the pan or something. Like that. I don't know. I'm so tired. <laughs> he could go, go from scoring regularly, doesn't he, to just being absolute off, just truly awful. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think. Jimenez is a better choice. Nick, Nick missed. Oh, Nick, uh, Brad missed. Fucking hell. Nath missed the boat there. I know yeah, you don't like t- getting rid of your assets, but he, he has kept him on so long there. He has to just hold him. He's, he's still like the second yeah. highest point scorer of, of strikers, I think, but yeah. he's Thanks got all his points first, in the first like, 10 weeks. Yeah. 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 Eight goals and eight assists is pretty good. Yeah. So I, I just thought, uh, yeah. He's I, stuck I was- with I was going to say I don't the one thing that's sticking point of Jimenez is if I was you know in the mix right in the mix of playoffs he's got Chelsea away in 36 then Norwich at home in the in what would be the semis in 37 then Liverpool away in game week that's all you need you just need him to win the 37 yeah 37 is the important one I suppose who's got him oh Brad's got him he he ain't gonna make it Uh, (laughs) but then then I looked over at West Ham's fixtures for, for Antonio They've got Norwich away in 36, which is quite good. Then going into the playoffs, they've got City at home in 37. 
uh, and then Brighton away in 38, which I don't love either. So yeah, we'll see offloading Bowen is he? Is he? Have you still got him? Are you going to keep him? He's in. Talking he's, about he's, he's in yellow. He's in yellow flags. I mean, if anyone wants to offer me the trade, then I'll definitely. Um, I would eye it up. You know, um, I very nearly. What's done. the prognosis? Uh, is, he, is he looking like he's going to be back for playoffs? I'm assuming he is. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's in. He's on yellow flag at the moment, so I think he'll be back after. Oh, okay. Match, right? He might, might be on the bench, but Achilles issue. So he's all right for the playoffs, but the playoff fixtures aren't great. Um, so. Yeah. They also, I mean, even in the running, I mean, the run up to playoffs doesn't matter so much for you because you're there, but their fixtures are really quite horrendous actually from 34 onwards. 34, they got Chelsea away, then it's Arsenal at home, then Norwich away, then City at home, Brighton away. So, you know, four of their last five are pretty tough fixtures, which. Uh, I think, if, unless I got a decent trade from him, I think I'm, I'm more. Uh, emotionally attached now to Bowen so I have to just hold. I'll keep hold of him for the season unless someone offers me a trade that I can't refuse because there's no need to get rid of him for someone like, like I like Sancho but I think Sancho's a little bit not quite where I want him to be um, yeah. and getting rid of San- getting rid of um, Bowen for him but I'm hoping for offers Fair enough alright then let's move on to a quick preview of Game Week 31 um, we won't spend long on each of the games, just a quick overview of, of what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, so, we will start with game week 31. We will start with Mac versus Connor. This is an important game at both ends of the table. Mac desperate, mm-hmm. desperately needs a win. And Connor, if he doesn't win, I, I think playoffs might be a bit of a stretch for him. Mac actually has a Mac's pretty got some good decent fixtures. set of fixtures, yeah. <laughs> Pickford with a double. He's got Dunk with Norwich at home, Cody Villa at home, Cancelo Burnley away, uh, Fabinho, Fred, Basuma, fixtures aren't that important. McNeil's got a double, Tielemans, United away, Firmino, Watford at home, and then his, his Kante point scoring forward, Joe Linton with uh, Spurs away. So it's a decent set of fixtures yeah, for Mac. Um, the problem is that the players that have those fixtures aren't that good <laughs> so uh, yeah we'll see uh, I'm not o- overly convinced uh, but this is about as good as good as it gets for Mac I think in terms of the fixtures connor has got some decent fixtures as well he does um, yeah they're not stand out as Max but he still does Connor's players are better for one yeah and he's even though the the, the, stat, the fixtures aren't as nicely as as nice as Max they're still pretty decent like He's got double Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, double Liverpool playing Watford. Connor's on, uh, on a bit a decent run of form as well. Yeah. He only had that blip with a, with a blank game week, didn't he? So he's on a yeah. charge for the playoffs, um, and I think you, I think you'll see off Mac. To be honest, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I like his you know, his trade with Jord as Piliqueta for Canate. Yeah, as Piliqueta for Canate, that is. I mean, Jordan, mate. Oh, we, come on. Oh, we did mention that. What are you that, thinking? Actually, did um, we mention... Um, no, that was, oh, that was the last game, wasn't it, about his uh, Gomez and... Um, oh, yeah. We, we fucking whoever else it yeah. was. I think it was Canada, That was yeah. in game week 29. Right. So, just quickly, Jordan had the bright idea, Liverpool double game week, picked up Gomez and Canate four opportunities for points, and he got a big fat zero from both of them, which was absolutely hilarious. Um yeah, I don't know what he was thinking there. Uh, uh, we've got 
he's lost has to be a quite a fight. Yeah, he's lost has to be Who's now fit? Who is now fit? I like, you know, Connor's team is starting to look pretty good. I think Bruno at home to Leicester is quite nice, to be honest, you know, on the set pieces and that, which Leicester struggled from. Havertz with Brentford at home is good. Richarlison's got a double. Mope with Norwich at home. Yeah, sorry, Mac. I think the Sacco Bowl is, is where you're headed, my friend. Uh, next work, up. Work the, work, he's, quite, he's worked with the, the um, transfer quite that, actually. Yes. The, uh, yeah, trades. Yeah. I, the trades. Know, I think Brad needs to listen to him a little bit more because. Yeah, his, his got, team's has, has got rid of a few players at, at the right time. You know, he got rid of Grealish mm. at a good time. Um, yeah, I, I was the sucker yeah. that got fucking. I think I gave him. Havertz, wasn't it? Havertz, yeah, and and I I tried getting him back last week for like. I think he offered me, but he offered me Bow, he offered me Grealish, uh, Havertz with Bowen. Oh, yeah. Um, and I would probably take that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, okay, next up. Jordan Russell versus Bradley Reese. Uh, this is quite an interesting. <laughs> quite an interesting this could be a good game week. This is going to be a good game, yeah. I think. Yeah, Brad's got pretty decent fixtures. Uh, he's got Coleman with a double. If he if he plays both, I think he probably will. West Ham away, Burnley away, Gabriel with Palace away, Chalaba Brentford at home, Sterling Burnley away, Stones uh, Gordon with a double. As well, City. yeah, he's got he's got Stones first on the bench, who who will come in for Diaz, uh, I would assume. So yeah, not not a bad little set of fixtures. He's got oh Jimenez is, is Jimenez Jimenez is suspended, isn't he? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, so good good little set of fixtures for Brad. Brad's form is absolutely shocking at the moment, to be honest. Like under the radar bad. I think he's lost mm. something like five out of the last six. But it's not um, as bad as. But it's not as bad as Jordan Russell, who lost nine in a row before managed to sneak in, sneak in a win in the black. He got game. lucky, but the, the thing is, like he wouldn't have, unless Son. He was rescued by Son, otherwise he would have got yeah. four points that game week. So <laughs> absolutely it, rescued. Yeah, but uh, he does have some good fixtures as well. He does. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. He does. So, uh, he, so he has his Spurs boys. So Son, Lucas Moore, and R- Reglion, Reglion against Reglion. Newcastle. Has he, Newcastle... he got Lucas Moore? Yeah. <laughs> After all the but shit idiot. he gave me. Yeah. yeah. But Who, and he's now not playing, and that's when he play. decided to pick him up. Um, yeah. yeah. So obviously, even though Newcastle are in a good bit of form, um, but you can, I could see, I could see um, Son scoring in that. Yeah. yeah. He's got Maris versus Burnley as well. That's a that's a fixture. That's a classic five 0 City fixture where Mahrez yeah. scores. Um, so yeah, he's got um, got some. Rafinha at home to Saints isn't bad either. Yeah, um, Prowse. Alonso at home to Brentford if, so. he, if he plays. So. Oh, he's got Zuma. Catman. Catman. Yeah, I, this could be. I think this could be a high scoring. Uh, this looks like a good game I'll, I'll keep my eye on that uh, next up we've got Boar versus Nath top of the league versus bottom of the league and let me tell you I fancy Boar I fancy really? Boar in this yeah I do yeah he's, I think he's got a decent set of fixtures he's on good form I like Kulisevsky at home to Newcastle I like Sancho at home to Leicester Lacazette away to Palace, Ronaldo at home to Leicester, Rodriguez with a double, McAllister at home to Norwich. I quite oh, like. Oh, he's picked up Jesus. He's got. He's gone for Jesus. Yeah. Hey, that's not a bad bench. shout towards the end of the season, you know. Yeah, yeah know. you never know. He might start coming in. I don't know. You, you, you got. But 
Yeah, you, yeah. I don't know if I'd risk him if, if you know, if for you. But, but I think Ball if might you, need it's him. a bit of a hail mary, it's <laughs> quite quite a good pick up. Yeah, Jordan, I, I fancy. I've, I've always Ball. said it. I always said Jordan would get out of that. Out of that out. He wouldn't be Sacco. Yeah, and always said Mike wouldn't be Sacco. Oh, he's so got one deer. That's Jordan. Yeah, Bannister's got. <laughs> got People oh, cannot oh, resist oh, but taking him off the waivers. I always pick him up as well. To be fair, but, I mean, last week was a bit of an exception. But, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't pick up Leon Bailey. Loves him, doesn't he? Yeah, he loves lovely. <laughs> uh, looking at Nate's team, he's got some decent fixtures as well. To be fair, Dyer at home to Newcastle, um, Double Brighton home to Norwich, Salah at home to Watford, Ziyech at home to Brentford. If he starts, is good. Veghorst with the double as we spoke about earlier Antonio at home to Everton so Nave's got good fixtures uh, as well but uh, I just yeah something about Boar's team this week I fancy him to have Boar's team is like he either does awful or really really well and I just think this is one of those weeks where I'm going to disagree I think really see the thing what sways it for me is I fancy United against Leicester I, I, don't I don't know if they'll keep it clean, but yeah, I think there'll be goals. And Sancho and Ronaldo is like the the two you probably want from the team yeah. at the moment. So I don't, I, I, don't, I can't look past mm. Salah versus Watford. That's home. a good point. That is a good point. Yeah, I just. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if Four can sneak that. It does come down. I think it does come down to how Sancho and Ronaldo do. Yeah. Um, in that game. Next up, we have me versus Mr. Ben Antrobus. I am ooh, not that confident because my two main point scorer, Reese James and Trent, both injured. What's the story um, with Trent? Is it, is it possible we could be... Ham's tweaked hamstring, apparently. Is this um, an international break injury? I did have an argument with someone on Twitter about this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did see something oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Um... Ramsdale as well, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it is funny, isn't it? It's quite convenient. Yeah, it yeah. is. I don't, I, I, it's, I don't reckon it's big enough to, to keep him out of the, the next Premier League game. It's enough yeah, to I get him out of an international break, and then that's he's it. Got, oh, he's got, sorry, a thigh injury. So, oh, sorry, yeah, Trent is out with a hamstring. He cannot be part of England as well. No Who good would news be um, the, the right back, anyway? Milner. Milner? Yeah. Um, I haven't got they don't have It'd a be backup right back there. But Milner's yeah. a fucking a unit, mate. He can do anything. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, Robbo, he he played there like recently, Robbo, didn't, he? didn't he? He played there in their double game week. Um, it was Simicast yeah, and Milner, wasn't yeah. it? The, the fullbacks got benched uh, or rested. So, yeah, mm. I, I, I don't think your team's looking in too bad. Nick, Nick, it's Nick. Not. Um, it's, yeah, it's not. Bernardo Silva at Burnley's pretty oh. good. Yeah, you've got some I got decent fixtures. Yeah, Mount versus Brentford is quite handy. Lanzini versus Everton is quite nice. Um, and then Luis Diaz versus Watford is quite quite a nice little one. And then we won't even mention my strike force of Calvert Lewin and Rashford. Fucking hell. At least <laughs> good last season. That is <laughs> it At gets least Calvert has got a double. So he can, if if as long as he comes off the bench in each game, that's two <laughs> points. Throughout the season, my, my attack has just got progressively worse. This is literally—I don't think the, I, I remember in, in like game week four 
In, in, uh, in fact, I'm, I'm literally going to scroll back because I remember us being on the pod when you had that like crazy good spell, being like your strike force is unbelievably good. I had when it Dennis, was Dennis, and Rom up yeah. top, and they were just battering everyone. Yeah, um, that was literally right at the beginning when yeah, like, yeah, yeah, when literally like, destroyed Arsenal and like made um, there's a centre back like yeah. game week yeah. game week four Lukaku Everyone, thirteen yeah. Dennis eight. Yeah, absolutely battering people, and then, Unreal. then it went. Then it went from that to Lukaku got injured, and it was Dennis and Benteke, and it was like actually ticking <laughs> over. Was, not yeah, too Benteke bad. Was yeah, right, not yeah. too bad. Then the then it went for, to Lukaku, Benteke, and Calvert Lewin. A bit worse. <laughs> it's like slowly getting worse and worse. Then Benteke went, and it was just Lukaku, Calvert Lewin. Uh, then you picked up Daka. And that was that was kind of okay. Then then uh, then you went for Gabriel Jesus. So it's yeah. like uh, then oh, you yeah, managed to get Brozier and Lukaku went. And then so that at the one point it was Brozier, Daka, Jesus, and Calvert Lewin, <laughs> <laughs> which is not exactly an all-star uh, cast. Yeah, but, I mean yeah, my main points from, from then, my team. And then last week, Inketia, Calvert Lewin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, how has it gone from that to this? Yeah, Fuck well, that's funny. I go for the back. I am, <laughs> I am chuffed that I have Trent and James and Laporte mm, and Romero. Yeah. Like, it's unreal. Like, that's um, Romero. Just, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put Romero in that category. Mendy. Well, well, he starts to. You got Mendy as well. Yeah. So Mendy. Yeah. That's a that's a and, and Mendy. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, and. Yeah. Um, so that's mainly I'm pretty sure for that and that's hopefully that's going to carry me to the win but Ben's because you've got you've got in, in James and um, Trent you've got potentially two first round picks next season yeah yeah. in your ben, in your defence mm. pretty good so uh, yeah ben, looking at Ben he's, he's got okay fixes this is pretty good yeah Saiz Kilman and Moutinho left it as a bite now I don't think it's, uh, it does it for a bite, honestly. Yeah, I know, but it works as well. And that's, kind of the that's the worst thing about it. Like, he's got, he just like the fixtures are irrelevant because they all get five points every week, no matter <laughs> what. Norgard gets like eight Kante points yeah, every week. Yeah, yeah. They play. To be honest, for Norgard, the worse the fixture is, the better he performs. Yeah. That's like the annoying. Like Chelsea away, you think, oh, and actually you think. God, how many times is he gonna fucking? Pick, yeah. How many times is he gonna like pick Havertz's his pocket and just like mm. stroll away with the ball? So yeah, but I mean Ben's team. There's nothing we can say about it, is there? I mean, his we're talking about strike force. He's got Werner, Rodrigo, and Ayu. Yeah, the most Ben front three <laughs> I can ever right. imagine. That sounds like a Jordan Bannister. I'm three. certain Ben has had Andre Ayu every year. He has for like. The last five years, he always ends up with Andre Ayew, um, which is really bizarre. But yeah, I I think you'll win that, Nick. To be honest, I think hopefully I don't I don't see. I mean, I always think that Ben Ben you'll send, Ma- you'll send ben, to, ben to the second goal. You could yeah. send Ben bottom actually. Which you could, yeah, yeah. If the results go go uh, against him, uh, next up, I'm playing Mike this week. Um, I feel pretty confident. I've got decent fixtures. I've got Pope with the double. <laughs> ben Davis. I reckon you could, you could copy and paste that every single week. <laughs> every single week. <laughs> the whole yes. season. Yeah, literally awesome. every week. 
Uh, yeah, Pope with a double. Davis at home to Newcastle. Rudiger at home to Brentford. Tierney with Palace. De Bruyne and Foden at Burnley. Jota at home to Watford. Brownhill with a double. Ramsey away to Wolves, along with Watkins and, and Lukaku with Brentford at home if, if he starts. So it's about, it's pretty fucking good fixtures. I like my team as I have done all year. Uh, and I'll probably lose to Mike, who has basically thought Mike's route to victory this week is picking up four Everton players. Uh, <laughs> he's, go- he's gone for the builder, Michael Keane. Uh, who's you know with West Ham Burnley away he's got Godfrey as well Iwobi and Decore uh, round off oh his Everton that quartet is, that is truly appalling what he's doing he's just, he's just scrapping his way out of the yeah, out of the yeah. just every and any like appearance point don't, do look at, yeah. Yeah, don't look at the next 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 picture just look at this game week I mean, okay. we're talking about strike forces, and I know the striker pool is very weak at the moment. Mm. But Mike's strike force at the moment is Sergeant and Daka, which is <laughs> Sergeant and Daka. How has he even? How has he even got to that stage? Like, I'm not. I'm really not sure how that's happened. So, yeah, it's not looking good for him. Well, I mean, anything can happen. Mane at home to Watford, he could get twenty five points and and pull it out of the bag for him. You know, you never know. So, I was going to say that the Mike's team is it? Would it be better off if he still had uh, Foden and Jota? Was it? I think it would be. To be honest, I know Mane's great, mm. uh, but I think Foden and Jota is is just a better combo. In my, in my, I would opinion. hate to own Mane to be honest. He's so frustrating, man. It's awful. I can, I can, I can. So good, but it is, it is awful. It, it just. If it's not Salah. It's, it's no one from the Liverpool squad. Yeah, <laughs> probably the best way to look at it. I think. Uh, so yeah, I, th- I think I've got a decent chance against Mike. I should do. I mean, everybody has a decent chance yeah. against Mike. So final game then, Dave. You're playing John. Yeah. This is a bit of a you know tasty one. If you lose. Mm. Could, yeah, this, this could, you? this could, all this could do is, is make a difference on who I play in, in the uh, in the playoffs. Potentially. Yeah, could have an yeah. effect. Um, I'm hoping you do. Yeah, I don't. Um, I want a bit I, of excitement I, I, I going mean, into game week 37. I'm pushing for third manager up on the road in the, uh, on on the belts. Yeah, that would. I've be won the last two games, so that's what that's what I want to do. But I, I'm I'm not scrapping. I, before I was. Waivers and that. I'm not going to be doing that now. I don't need to do that. Um, I've managed to get on just that Tuesday. I was bottom of the waivers. I'm fifth because everyone's just got loads of players. So I don't. I don't need to do that now. <laughs> you went up I, to I, fifth. I went up to fifth. Yeah. So um, I'll just I'll play it by ear now. If I lose to John, I'm not. I'm not too worried. Um, I'm more interested yeah. in what happens in the next four weeks over the next one. Fair enough. Yeah, you're in that position now. John actually does still need the points, and he's put he's put in a bit of effort this week. He's picked up Westwood. He's gone for Damari Gray, who was on my list. I think it's yeah, a right, decent right. pickup. Uh, Holgate as well for Everton. I've, I like the look of John's team this week, to be honest. Um, Saka away to Palace. Trossard at home to New uh, Norwich. Sorry, decent defensive fixtures. Yeah, I think to be honest, I think there's going to be a lot of high-scoring uh, teams this week. The, the fixtures look pretty like it's a lot of one-sided games. It looks like 
So I think, um, yeah, I think there's going to be some good good scores yeah, about this a week. A, I've got a bit of a benching headache, I think, this week, but I'm pretty relaxed about it now, I think. Oh, yeah. P- what are you thinking? I see you've got Pookie Brighton away at the moment. But Bowen, yeah. well, if, yeah, I suppose Bowen probably will play. Oh, yeah, yeah it's quite tough, actually. I'll probably, I'll probably um, I don't know if I'm playing three at the back at the moment, and I don't know who Wolves have got. I haven't got a contact. Bad, Wolves but, have got um, Villa at home, and you've got Johnny on the pitch at the moment. Yeah, so he'd probably come out. I don't, th- I don't think he will even play. I, I think if Samedo's fit, which some fucker picked him up yesterday, yesterday which annoyed me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Smart pickup. Was, was that you, Nick? Yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah, you went, you went mad yesterday. Actually, yeah, fucking. Loads but of I players. had to get rid of those some of those the absolute trash I picked up to try and beat Jordan. I had to drop them. <laughs> so. Okay, I yeah, have... so I, let's, let's, let's see, I'll, 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 I'm quite relaxed, I'll wait for the international break and see where, see where we're at. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll surely play Cedric, won't you, Palace away, I, I would say? Yeah, I'll have, I'll have Cedric, I would have thought, um, Martinelli, maybe Bowen back. Um, I love, I love my, mm. apart from, I made two trades this year, which well, this one was at, at the draft, which was Saka for the Zaha, which was a bit silly. Um, and oh, yeah, I, I, obviously, I completely forgot you did that. You hate Zaha as well. I hate him. Yeah, I don't know why I've done that. And um, <laughs> and obviously Havertz, Havertz was a bit frustrating. Um, but then the the Pookie Rashford one was lovely. That was um, I just wanted someone that played ninety minutes. I don't give a shit if he scored. He got two points every week. Yeah. And now Pookie's been fucking. And now been, he's been banging him in. Been brilliant. I like um, he's one of my favourite players now. Big Pookie. Yeah, that big ugly head. Lovely. Mm. Cool. Right. Well, that wraps up all the games. Um, and that wraps up the pod. Anyone got anything they wish to add finally before we get the hell out of here? Nick is ready for bed. Are you going to climb straight into bed, Nick? Quick shower, get to bed by like quarter two. Lovely. Perfect. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Cheers for coming on, boys. And uh, there'll be a wave video going live probably, I reckon, Monday for the listener at home. Um, probably Monday I reckon and other than that uh, thank you for coming on and we will see you next week wonderful right nice boys Jordan Russell you are shit (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.